For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. everybody. We are talking with Linda. Uh, more we uh, talked about dating yesterday, um, so be sure to check that one out. Uh, today, uh, the question that we have is, um, how do I navigate friendships with people who differ from me morally? And kind of getting into some specifics of what is meant by that, just Linda has dealt with students, as I'm sure many youth workers have, uh, who come up and say, you know what, I've got friends who identify as homosexual or transgender, and I don't approve of this, but how do I relate to them and love them or, or those who have been, um, you know, physical or have, um, you know, a fairly promiscuous lifestyle and um, all of those different things uh, that students are dealing with and just trying to give guidance on you know, how to be friends with them, uh, not necessarily condoning their lifestyle, but, but still being loving at the same time. So um, does that kind of get at the question you said you've received from students? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm getting these questions from students who have those friends at school and they know like, Hey, I don't agree with the way this person is living. Um, but, but how do I interact with them as, as a friend or an acquaintance at school? And it used to be just that they were about like, there's someone who is a practicing homosexual or, or who identifies as transgender. And more recently I've also gotten it about like, some girls that know that boys have asked them or their friends for nude pictures. And then they're wondering, you know, so how am I supposed to treat those boys in light of the fact that I know that about them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, um, it's something that's happening in middle school too. Like I'm, I'm getting these questions from middle schoolers and they're not, they're not asking in this question about what's the morality of this issue, but, but how do I treat that person in light of the fact that, that that's what they're doing. And I'm just going to jump in and interrupt a second that it's, it's crazy that it's not shocking anymore to think that junior hires are dealing with this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can say that and I just listened to you and thought this is just common. And it is just crazy to think about these weighty issues that, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth graders below. I mean, preteens are having to deal with. So that's just something I think we need to pause and just recognize, at least draw attention to that before we get into um, dealing mm-hmm. with it. But like you just gave testimony to, your junior high students are dealing with this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine having had to navigate this when I was in junior high. Mm, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's a great question that they're asking it. Um, and usually when I get this question, it's coming from a student who already has some good foundations for the conversation, right? Like I'm not getting this question from a student who thinks that they should just completely shun this person or get in constant Mm -hmm. arguments with them about the issue and shut that other person down. Um, and I'm also like, I can, I can tell that the student already is wanting to be cautious of not being influenced in a negative direction by this person. Right. And so, so these, these are good things. Like it's, it's coming from some good foundations. 
um, that I get to build upon there when I get this question. And usually where the conversation ends up going is I get to point out to them that you're essentially asking, how do I love someone who has made sinful choices? Hmm. Right. And the reality is you're never going to find someone who doesn't fit into that category apart from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And God calls us to extend love to other people. And all of those other people are sinful. Hmm. And so there's an extent to which the answer is you need to love and serve them the same you would anybody else. Hmm. Like they, you are not exempt from loving this person just because they are sinful. Um, and so we, we talk through that. Um, another thing I do, I think in these situations, I would encourage them to get their parents, um, in on the conversation. Um, I think it's a situation that parents would probably like to know about. And the parents have so much more access to the student than I do. Right. And so, so much more opportunity to point the student in a wise direction here when things happen, at school or, or whatever. And they're like, man, what, what should I think about this? Um, and I actually, when I've had some of these conversations recently, it's been really cool that, that the students have already had these conversations with their parents. Hmm. Um, and I've found in these situations that sometimes parents are already pointing them in a really good direction. And so I get to have that joy of, of saying like, Hey, your mom is actually pointing you in a good direction here. Like Hmm. do what she said. Like, that's good. Like I, just like as an aside, like love being able to tell students like, <laughs> yes, like honor your mother. She's giving you like wise counsel here, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that just points to the, the partnership that really needs to be there uh, in youth mm-hmm. ministry for, for parents to hear that, um, to, to, for parents to know I have an ally, you know, in raising my child. Um, it just is the beautiful design of the church, how we're coming alongside one another, um, discipling the next generation. Um, so yeah, very, very encouraging. And then just to, in a way, kind of simplify, um, the question that, Hey, these people are sinners just like you. Um, so what are we supposed to do with sinners? Love them uh, as we've been commanded. And so, yeah, I think that's just a helpful, uh, refreshing way for, for students to just think about it, um, and deal with it too. And, And also, you know, helping them understand their own sinful heart as well, um, because there can be that, you know, tendency towards self-righteousness to feel like, well, wow, these people are in another category of sin. Um, and so how can I deal Mm -hmm. with them? But, uh, to kind of level the playing field there uh, is Mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the bringing the parents on it, um, especially when the conversation came up about, um, you know, these boys have asked us or our friends for nudes, um, that I think is especially a situation the parents need to be on, on mm-hmm. right? Because nude pictures of minors is a legal issue. Yes. And so parents should be involved in that, like not just myself. Um, in the recent conversation I've had with a student, she said that her mom had said like, Hey, if, if a boy ever asks you for a nude picture, you should say no. And also you shouldn't be asking for this because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think like, yeah, like it needs to be more than just me who knows this, if there are nudes involved. Um, yeah, that's yeah. an important point. I mean, vitally important point to, to be bringing up and, you know, educating those other youth workers on um, just the, the legal ramifications like you just uh, brought up. Um, so, so as you have those questions, those specific questions from students, um, and I know we're, we're kind of getting off a little bit from the initial question, but um, uh, this can be helpful for sure. Do you tell the students 
hey, you need to go tell your parents this, or do you say, hey, I'm going to tell them this? How, how do you go about handling that? Um, off the top of my head, honestly, I think that most of the conversations I've had, the student had already talked with their parent about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably because these questions are coming from students who who really want some wise input on this situation, right? And so they recognize like my parents are someone who's good to ask and also maybe my youth worker is someone who's good to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I would... Um, I would encourage the student probably to, to tell their parents. And if I thought it was a situation like, um, I don't know, like, especially with nudes that like the, the parent absolutely needed to be brought in on, then I could have a conversation about like, Hey, if, if you don't tell them by X date that I'm going to tell them, like, let, let's make sure that your, your parents know this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. And so kind of, you know, getting back to that question of, again, how do I deal with these friends or have a mm-hmm. friendship with these people that are, are different with me? We kind of, you know, initially leveling the playing field in a sense and just mm-hmm. saying, hey, they're broken sinners just like you are. Um, and then also getting the parents involved would kind of be point number two. Did you have anything else to add to that before we close this this out? Um, yeah, I think uh, one of the things – that's come up in these conversations, um, which, which I've appreciated is, um, that, that we don't have like a one strike and you're out sort of policy, right. With like people who make decisions that we don't agree with morally. Um, we can make appropriate boundaries if needed. And that's where I think parents can be helpful, um, and helping the students discern that. But, but we don't excuse ourselves from the call to, to love others just because we don't like their decisions, you know? And so I'm going to push students back to Christ died for you while, while you were still a sinner. Hmm. And so you are called to love others who are sinners too. Um, and then beyond that, if students have more questions, sometimes I've pointed them to some resources. Mm-hmm. Um, so this question came up um, about, I think some, yeah, some people that um, identified as homosexual and I, I recommended that students might read one of Rosaria Butterfield's books mm-hmm. um, just to get kind of an insider view of someone who, who used to identify as homosexual and now isn't um, and understand kind of the way that they, they think. Um, I once gave a, a student a copy of the book Transgender by Von Roberts, which is just a really short little mm-hmm. thing, like maybe 60 pages mm-hmm. um, that goes through that issue and then walks a little bit through like, so how do, how do I navigate? Like if I know someone who's confided this in me sort of a thing. Um, and I think there are other good resources out there. I've heard good things about, but just haven't read myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably been mentioned on this podcast before. Like Kevin DeYoung has a book on homosexuality. Um, mm-hmm. There's another book called Compassion Without compromise that I've heard things about. And so if, if students had a lot of specific questions about how to think about the issue, because I think the more you know how to think about it, the, the easier it is to, to relate well to that person and love them well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably point them to resources like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some helpful resources. And it did, it kind of broke up when you talked about compassion without compromise. So I just wanted to say that title again to make sure people knew that. And did you, did you know the author of that? I can't remember the author. I don't know off the top of my head now. We can. We're we're definitely 
uh, getting links back up to everything that's mentioned in here so people can can check that out. That'd be under our resource section of the website, but um, those links will be posted. And yeah, as you said, those are some very helpful resources. And yeah, the, the Vaughn Roberts one specifically, um, I mean, that that is a small booklet that you can put into students' hands and isn't, mm-hmm. very, isn't very intimidating. So um, a lot of good thoughts there, uh, Linda. So, and tomorrow for our Friday show, we we will talk about God's sovereignty and election, um, which is typically, I mean, that is a very uh, popular question among junior high and high schoolers. So looking forward to that discussion. 